Communities in Kiribati are being prepared for the worst impacts of a long-running drought which is not showing any signs of letting up. The Kiribati government in June declared a state of disaster after the discovery of high salinity levels in monitoring wells and very low rainfall. Joining me from Tarawa is the head of UNICEF in Kiribati, Nick Rice Shudeau. Kurawa Nick, thank you for joining us on Pacific Waves. Tell us just how bad is this drought? So, Koroi, droughts are not new to Kiribati, um, and drought-like conditions have been experienced uh, for the past few years in the country. Um, and this drought emergency is a symptom of the climate crisis, and it has become a new normal for the people of Kiribati. The government has declared a state of disaster for the entire country in June of this year, following high salinity levels and key monitoring wells and low rainfall over the past six months that were below historical record. Um, one thing to remember is that a drought is a slow onset emergency, and it affects um, its effects are felt more intensely over time. The drought in Kiribati right now is affecting communities in different ways, and more acutely for households who rely on wells that have become brackish over time, or for households who rely on rainwater harvesting. These households may experience the drought in in more severe ways than people who have access to a piped water system. But even then, for the people who have a pipe water connection in South Tarawa, where 53% of the country's total population resides, the Public Utilities Board has limited uh, water service to a few hours per day and only a few days per week. How many people are affected and in what different ways are they affected? Thank you, Koroi. So the drought emergency was declared for the whole of Kiribati, which is a country of 119,000 people. But from the rainfall and well-monitoring data, we know that the forecast is more dire for the southern islands of the Gilbert Group. Um, over 94,000 people, or almost 80% of the country's total population, lives on those islands and is therefore at higher risk. Um, within a household, we know that women and girls are typically more impacted than other members. Uh, women and girls are often responsible for bathing children, uh, changing babies, cleaning the house, cooking and preparing meals, and other domestic responsibilities. So the lack of access to safe water will directly impact them and their health, which makes them more vulnerable during a drought emergency. Uh, from a 2019 survey in Kiribati, UNICEF uncovered that 85% of the tested water sources and 91% of household water uh, was contaminated with E. coli. The drinking water at almost all sources and homes in the central and southern Gilbert group were contaminated with E. coli. And this is in normal times. So during a drought, when water becomes scarce, many people sacrifice hygiene practices like hand washing with soap or bathing. And this has a direct impact on children's health, on their nutrition, and that can eventually lead to an increase in cases of diarrhea, skin infections, or malnutrition. Um, Households have to fetch water at alternative locations than they usually do, and the transport, the storage, and the handling of water from the water point to the home presents a lot of risk for potential contamination. Um, and one thing to note is that the drought is not just affecting households. Uh, the, the Ministry of Education, um, through them, UNICEF has received reports that uh, schools have been impacted especially those that rely on uh, shallow wells that have become too brackish or rainwater harvesting systems that have run dry. Um, we know that children are not able to learn or concentrate well in school um, if they are dehydrated. And the lack of access to water in schools has, um, has a direct impact on children's education, on their health, uh, on their well-being. And for instance, it is uh, disproportionately affecting girls who cannot adequately manage their menstrual health and hygiene. So the impacts of the drought are really multifaceted, 
and they are felt in many different ways, but tend to impact certain communities, households, or individuals who were already vulnerable before more acutely than others, and especially children. Yeah, no, it sounds sounds terrible. Um, what what I guess what kind of solutions and assistance is UNICEF engaged with with local authorities? So uh, together with partners, UNICEF is providing immediate on-the-ground support to the government with the drought response. We are working to ensure that children and their families affected by the drought have access to safe drinking water as well as adequate hygiene services to protect them against waterborne diseases. Uh, UNICEF is uh, currently providing essential emergency supplies, including first response uh, household water, sanitation, hygiene, and dignity kits to approximately 25,000 people in Kiribati. Uh, this consists of items such as uh, collapsible uh, water containers, a bucket with lids, water purification tablets, and soap. The purpose of those kits is to ensure that families can maintain uh, adequate hygiene at all critical times. In addition, UNICEF has provided the government with portable uh, water field testing kits that will allow authorities to monitor water quality at both the source and at household levels. We're also going to be procuring uh, portable desalination units that will allow communities in remote islands to increase their access to water by providing an alternative source of water supply. And UNICEF is also supporting the government of Kiribati on risk communication and community engagement, which is critical during uh, a drought because communities must be aware of the drought conditions and prepare themselves as these conditions prevail over the next few months. A follow-up on that. How many of these kits do you need, and I guess how much do they cost, and do you have enough money for enough kits for the areas that you would like to cover? So the the Southern Gilbert Group is the most uh, impacted area of the country, and uh, the how the hygiene kits that UNICEF is providing um, are for for households of five, and they cover the the basic needs for how for health and hygiene for the household uh, for one month period. Uh, we've mobilized 5,000 of those kits, so we can cover 25,000 people in Kiribati, which we are targeting the most uh, vulnerable communities uh, in those remote areas. Uh, those are actually one of the best investments that we can make in a drought because uh, the return on investment in terms of cost savings for, uh, uh, for hygiene are tremendous. It's one of the most impactful interventions we can, we can make to ensure that the health and the hygiene needs of a family are protected and the uh, the desalination um devices like are those are those easy to operate how many i guess how many families would one device serve and and is there much i guess is how like do they need is there much that needed to run them i, I would imagine power is an issue in that in the islands thanks koroi so those uh portable desalination units um are, they're not a silver bullet solution, but they're part of the water supply portfolio that we need to expand. And um, it will provide much relief to families that otherwise would not have any other supply uh, uh, of, of water. So when the wells become too dry or the, uh, the rainwater harvesting systems are too low, then um, those desalination units are, are the last resort. Um, they are fairly low maintenance and uh, easy to operate, but they do require training and they are indeed uh, powered uh, with diesel. So they, they come at a cost and this is why we are looking at those as a, as a, a last resort for communities that are really the most direly affected. How long is this, this drought expected to go on for, these drought conditions expected to go on for? And I guess what else is needed 
to help people through this? So the drought conditions Koroi are forecasted to continue at least until the end of the year. Um, and droughts are not new to Kiribati, but they have become more frequent, uh, they last longer, and they are more intense. And this is a new normal for a country like Kiribati on the front lines of the climate uh, crisis. Like many countries in the Pacific, uh, the, the climate crisis in Kiribati will largely be felt through too much water or not enough water. And this is why UNICEF is responding to the most acute pressing needs of the most vulnerable communities right now, while also working on long-term interventions that will increase the capacity and resilience of communities to prepare and respond to future natural disasters like droughts. Um, UNICEF is supporting the government of Kiribati to work with local experts and communities to be able to respond to the climate crisis in the long term. For example, um, we're procuring um, groundwater monitoring equipment that will allow experts to measure the depth and thickness of freshwater lenses in outer islands, as well as the salinity of groundwater. And this type of equipment will allow authorities to map, uh, monitor, analyze, and report on groundwater resources over time. And that will allow for stronger, more informed, and evidence-based uh, decision-making on climate resilience in the future.